do you crave daily motivation and want valuable tips for dealing with the stress of type 1 diabetes? Sign up for our daily email and start your day with a practical type 1 diabetes and mental health tip delivered straight to your inbox. It's like a personal boost for your day, from me to you. And best of all, it's absolutely free. Don't wait. Go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip and subscribe today because every day with type 1 diabetes deserves a healthy start. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip. What do you do when you have a setback in your mental health with type 1 diabetes? In this episode, we'll talk all about that. Welcome to the Live Free With You and D podcast, brought to you by The Diabetes Psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to build your type 1 diabetes stress management plan like a sailboat. You are the captain, your diabetes management is the hull, your mindset is the sails, your behavior is the rudder, and your support team is the crew. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. And on this episode of the podcast, we talk about how your mental health with type 1 diabetes does not always go in a straight path. Just because you've made progress and then have had a setback doesn't mean that all your progress has been lost. In fact, you can use these setbacks as ways to grow and learn and move beyond where you are right now. But you have to expect them. And as we're talking in this podcast, you will see that setbacks are part of growth in your mental health with type 1 diabetes. Hey there. Welcome to the Live Free With T1D podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. I have some good news and I have some bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news and we'll get to the good news a little bit later on. The bad news is your progress with type 1 diabetes and your mental health is not going to be a straight line. You're not going to go from point A to point B, and then all of a sudden have all of the mental health and emotional challenges related to type 1 diabetes disappear. That's just not how it works. See, I think that's a common misconception that people have around mental health treatment. And it's not crazy. It's actually a very rational way of thinking about it. But there's a common misconception that makes you think that after three therapy sessions or 10 therapy sessions or or so many self-help books, that all of a sudden, you are going to be cured. That your diabetes burnout, that your anxiety, that your fear of lows, or whatever it is you're struggling with, will all of a sudden disappear. And that you'll never experience that challenge again. And here's the problem. We're thinking about our mental health like we're thinking about like an ear infection or a broken arm, where you have a problem, you go to the doctor, They give you medicine or they do a procedure. And then after that's all done, you are now cured. You don't have the ear infection anymore or your broken arm is healed. And there's no reason to believe that those things will come back. But with mental health, it's not quite that simple. Mental health is a journey and not a destination. And it's really important that you think about it in this way. Because if you don't, All you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. What happens when you have the expectation that your mental health with type 1 diabetes is going to be a straight line 
and that after doing so many things, you're going to be cured. Well, to be honest with you, all it does is set you up for failure. I wish that there were a way for me or any other psychologist or mental health professional to cure you, to make it all better, and to be assured that your challenges will never return. But unfortunately, that's not part of the human experience. We're not dealing with biology here. We're dealing with emotions, with humanity. And with those things, there are ups and there are downs. And it's important to recognize both of those things. When you expect to be cured, then when setbacks happen, and they will, whether you have a bad day, whether you're feeling burnt out, whether you're a little anxious after making so much progress, all of a sudden, you start feeling like a failure. And you end up in a downward spiral of feeling like this will never, ever get better. But here's the thing. Nothing can be further from the truth. Just because you have a setback and just because your progress is not in a straight line up the hill does not mean you failed. It actually strengthens you and gives you the opportunity to see where your progress has come from and gives you the opportunity to practice the skills that you've learned as you made that progress in dealing with those bumps that come in the road with type 1 diabetes and mental health. Think about taking a hike. I enjoy hiking with my family. We like to hike in the mountains around San Diego. And invariably, when we're hiking, we're like going up the mountain, but all of a sudden there's a downhill path. And I say to myself, I know that I'm not at the top yet. I know that there's still a ways up to go. So why earth am I going downhill? Well, that's just how the trail's built. And that's how the mountain is designed. And sometimes you have to go down in order to get to the top. That's just part of the process. So when you recognize that and you expect that to happen, when it does happen, it's a lot less surprising. It doesn't bother you as much. And it helps you stay motivated to keep on going. I want to give you a couple of examples of folks that I've talked to recently who have experienced this. And it's been something that I've reminded them about as we've been working together. Because having the expectation that things are never going to go sour again is just not going to work. So I've been working with a young lady who is dealing with a really severe fear of low blood sugar. And over the past couple of months, she has made tremendous progress. She is now bolusing for all of her meals. She's now going to yoga class and playing pickleball and tennis and hiking with her kids. It's really been an amazing transformation to see. But all the while, she's still had anxiety. But the anxiety has not gotten in her way. And she's been so proud of herself. And it's been amazing to see her make this progress. But a couple weeks ago, I was talking to her. And she told me how horrible of a week that she had. The details aren't really important. But suffice to say, she had to leave an event because she had a panic attack around low blood sugar. And she was terrified her blood sugar was dropping. And she didn't think she could deal with it. And so she had to leave. That sent her into a tailspin. And what happened was she thought that all of the progress that she had made over the past couple months had been lost. 
What I had to remind her was nothing could be further from the truth. What she had was an experience that all humans have. She had a stressful event, which triggered an emotional reaction and made her think that she's going low and made her think that she can't handle that. But what she didn't remember was that she had skills that she could use in order to deal with it. Skills that she didn't have before we started working together. And so reminding her of those skills and reminding her that just because she had a setback, just because she had that anxiety about low blood sugar again, didn't mean that all hope was lost and that she had lost all the progress that she had made. Thinking about it as a hike, it's just a little downhill slope before she keeps on going up. And sometimes we have those experiences before we make great strides and great progress. And it's important to remember those things. But for some reason, and probably my fault, I probably didn't remind her, that these setbacks and these ups and downs are simply part of the process. And that just because she felt she was in a good place, and she was, doesn't mean those things are never going to happen again. Let's talk about somebody else. This person is really having a hard time accepting the fact that he has diabetes. And we've been working on coming to a place of acceptance. And he's done a great job at that. He has made great strides in accepting the fact that diabetes is there in his life. There's nothing that he can do about it. That it does suck, but that he can't handle it. And then he was at work a couple weeks ago. And he had this thought that diabetes is too much to handle. And I just can't accept the fact that I have it. And he reverted back to his old habits of trying to push it away, of ignoring diabetes and not checking his blood sugar. And he came to me saying, I, I feel like I'm no longer in a place of acceptance. I've gone, I got there and now I have backtracked significantly. And again, I had to remind him that acceptance is a process. And sometimes you're doing okay. And sometimes you're having challenges. But what you want to do is keep on moving forward and coming to a place where you know what to do when those setbacks happen. We want to be able to help you to reframe how you think about mental health and what the goal of your mental health is. See, unlike an ear infection, your goal is not to be cured. Because there's no such thing as being cured of the human condition. We're human and we have emotions, we have thoughts, we have feelings, and those are all part, a normal part of life. And it's simply impossible to never experience negative emotions. And actually, as great as that sounds, not experiencing negative emotions is not something that you want to experience. Sure, it will keep you from getting sad, getting depressed, getting anxious. But at the same time, it's impossible to feel positive emotions without that contrast of the negative. If you're happy all the time, then maybe you're not happy at all. If you're not anxious all the time, maybe you are always anxious. I know it's a little complicated, but you need to have that contrast to be able to see and understand where you're doing and how you're doing and how you can keep on improving. When we turn off negative emotions, we also turn off positive ones. 
And therefore, negative emotions are an important part of our learning, our development, and how we see ourselves as humans and as people with type 1 diabetes. Now, you may be saying to yourself, like, but I want, I, I want to not experience these emotions. I don't want to feel burnt out. I don't want to feel anxious. And I hear you. I don't want you to feel those things either. However, it's impossible to turn off of your emotions. It just doesn't work that way. And so when you want that and you push towards it and you say, I want to be cured and I'm mad that I'm not cured, then all you're doing is punching a brick wall. And we know what happens when you punch a brick wall. It hurts really bad. So it's important to, again, come to a place of acceptance of the fact that we're going to have ups and downs in your life with type 1 diabetes and our mental health. We have them with our blood sugars, and they're going to happen with our emotions. You're going to feel anxious sometimes. You're going to feel burnt out sometimes. And while that's not what we want, we have to accept the fact that that's okay. We have to work with what we got. And what we got is the human condition. For better or for worse. And hopefully mostly for better. So where do you go from here? What is your goal with your mental health? It's really important that you reframe your goal from saying, I don't want to feel this way. And I'm going to do everything that I can to stop feeling this way. And if I get to that place and I move backwards, then I failed. To a very different goal. And the goal is you want to learn the skills that you need to be able to deal with it when you have setbacks. When you start feeling anxious, when you start feeling burnt out, when you start feeling overwhelmed, you want to be able to rely on skills that you've learned in order to move forward, in order to deal with those emotions, in order to continue to manage your diabetes well, and to be able to show up in the world in the way that you want to. That's the goal. The goal is to be able to ride that wave. I'm going to finish off today with talking about a metaphor that I really like to talk about. And this is a metaphor of swimming in the ocean. I live in San Diego, which isn't far from the ocean. And so when I go to the beach, I sit in the ocean and the waves crash. And I say to myself, you know, I really wish that I had the power to stop this wave from crashing. But if you've ever, ever been in the ocean, you know that you have no power whatsoever over the wave. The wave is going to crash no matter what, and it may even knock you over. And there's not a whole lot you can do about it besides never get in the water. But we like being in the water. It's a great place to be. It's peaceful. It's calm. It is a wonderful place. But in order to be in the water, you have to be able to accept the fact that you can't control the waves, just like you can't control your emotions. But what you can do, and here's the skill, is when you learn to surf or bodyboard, you're able to navigate those waves in a way that's effective for you. Instead of trying to stop the wave or control it, you're going to be able to ride it. And sometimes it'll be bumpy, sometimes it'll be choppy, and sometimes you'll fall off, and that's okay. But the end goal of surfing is not to get anywhere. The end goal of surfing is to stay up for as long as you can and have the best time possible. And when you're able to do that and see that as your goal, then when you fall off, it's no big deal because you know that you have the skills to be able to get back up on your board 
and get on the next wave. And that's what I want for you and your life with type 1 diabetes. I want you to be able to move forward towards good emotional health, knowing that it's not a straight line and it's not always uphill. You're going to have setbacks, but the more you do it and the more you move, the easier those setbacks will be to deal with. And pretty soon, they won't even phase you anymore. So as you're thinking about your life with type 1 diabetes today, I want you to keep this in mind and remind yourself that bad blood sugar days are going to happen. Days of burnout and anxiety are going to happen. But just because you have them doesn't mean you did anything wrong and doesn't mean your progress has been lost. All it means is that you're human, you get back up and you keep on going and keep on building on the progress you've already made. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat, so you can have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.